0: Welcome to the Weird Science Podcast. I'm Justin. And I'm Shane. You are listening to the podcast where comedians explore everything weird about silent science. Mm-hmm. Today, unlocking the monster in your head. Ooh. The story of uh, the science behind the Loch Ness Monster. Okay, there's actual science. There is there is science that we're okay. going to delve into. Uh Really glad to be here. Thank you all for listening. Uh, thanks, especially to our patrons who uh, who give us a little extra hard earned money each yeah. month. And so we give them more and more content. Uh, and uh, so thank you guys so much for doing that. It really means a lot
1: to yeah. us. So. Thank you so much. And also, if you aren't a patron or you're not a Spotify premium, uh, it's five bucks a month and you get a back catalog of all our old podcasts, uh, Conspiracy Breed Me, if you want to listen to that. Um, and yep. usually about four episodes extra extra month, month. So, yeah
0: absolutely uh and uh, uh uh on that note uh you should if you're if you're a if you are a patron or not you should come see us live oh yeah or particularly you should come see shane oh live well we're both a, gonna be live well
1: let's see
0: We have a show coming up we do
1: right? is that the 16th of september
0: yeah what is that show is that
1: mark brady's show yeah
0: yeah mark brady at king's his album recording uh yeah that's uh so if you're if you're in in the raleigh area uh it'll be september 16th yep we'll be at king's i know uh shannon and i both have some uh some bigger shows coming up in october and november yeah we should probably do a live show at some point i think we should uh, if there's enough people if you're if you're out there you'd come to a live show in the raleigh area um just uh Give us a note. Give us a yeah. We'll uh, we'll plan one.
1: Yeah, we could do that at Good Nights. And uh, oh yeah, I think the one you were mentioning earlier, October twenty sixth, I'll be doing a show at Good Nights. Uh, All me, baby. Yeah, and maybe Shane Smith show. We'll see what happens. I, I, I think I was a little drunk when I agreed.
0: No, that's perfect. That's the best time to agree <laughs> yeah. to do stuff.
1: I spent the day, I've been trying to work on it a little bit every day. I've had two days so far, but today I just went back and watched all my old clips and, and felt real horrible.
0: Oh, that's terrible. Man. Yeah. But I was that's like, sad.
1: God, I need to fill time. What, what do I got from 34 years ago? No,
0: no, no. no. <laughs> uh, well, it's going to be a look. Uh, Shane's an incredible entertainer beyond comedy. Oh, so, well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, make sure you're there for that. Uh, Other than that, uh, we're still comics. We're still talking about science. And uh, today, we dig into something that uh, we've covered uh, a long, long time ago. Here in this house with our our former co-host, Sam Mazzani. Oh, wow. It was about probably the most famous cryptid in the world. uh, Which, of course, is the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, Nessie. And uh, the reason that uh, it's back today... Um, is because it was uh, in April of 1933 that the modern Loch Ness Monster came to be uh, first spotted. So so there was one before? Well, well, Like a New Coke situation? Yes, uh, COVID, yeah. Mm -hmm. There, There are writings that date back to 500 A.D. There was some saint who encountered a watery beast. Oh, wow in Loch Ness. Okay. Uh, there are other stories of large serpents in that area. Uh, I think it's it's easy, you know, 1,500 years after something mm-hmm. uh, to dismiss a sighting that occurred. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, somehow, we don't take uh, ancient people for their word. Yeah, why is that? Because, I, I don't know. They're not going to take us for our <laughs> yeah. word either. No, they're not, yeah. They're going to be like, they're going to read about us flying in planes. And they're like, well, they didn't literally fly. No,
1: they didn't have, what, they have joint beasts under them? No,
0: they mean they were birds, <laughs> and in their minds they flew. Yes, they're they dreaming. were dreaming. Yeah, like, such dumb peoples. They're, we don't think that anyone told the truth. No. Um, and, and I will say, like, so reading some of the old religious accounts, it's yeah, like yeah. a giant beast approached, and I fell to my knees and prayed to the Lord God, and I rose to be seventy-five feet tall. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, yeah, mm. you
1: just had mushrooms, dude. Yeah, uh, or um, or they're the ones where like there was a bush on fire, and then it talked to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, they're okay.
0: Those are yeah, those are <laughs> those are easier to dismiss, I think. Yeah,
1: unless I mean, maybe there were a. a some sort of animal that looked like a bush that was always on fire and they talked and they were just like roams. they were just like the buffalo back in the day and it wasn't uncommon to talk to a bush
0: i i i think a lot of times you're just like you're 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 banging your buddy's girl they're mm-hmm. like oh shit my husband's coming and he's going <laughs> to he just Quick, get an excuse. Get, get in this bush, and then you're like, <laughs> yeah. he's coming to the bush, and you're like, light it on fire. And then he's like, go back to the people and tell them adultery is wrong, except when it's my friend John. <laughs> yeah, that sounds accurate. And then it's like, I think you, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of. Uh, <laughs> Hootenanny, is, is that the right word? I don't
1: know. That's hootin' is a fun time. I don't know. Well, shenanigans.
0: Shenan- definitely there's shenanigans. a lot of shenanigans going on Absolutely. In, in that old religious stuff. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, uh, the modern Nessie, uh, maybe shenanigans, uh, pretty pretty, uh, pretty erstwhile couple okay. in 1933. Uh, and they were at a hotel, and they spotted a large creature on the surface of Loch Ness, mm-hmm. and they reported it. Um, that eventually made its way to a reporter with, I think, the like the Inverness. Oh, yeah, Times. Yeah, that uh, would sound about it, right. And uh, he he reported it, didn't give much credit to the woman who saw it first. So, oh. uh, kind of. Kind of the mm. good old days. So yeah, like, that's bummer. I saw a monster. You're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, are you sure? Probably in a fit of lunacy, because <laughs> yeah. it's that time of the month. Yeah, you, we'll, it, we'll it, need a man to confirm this. Yeah, so luckily, uh, uh, for history at least, not for uh, equal rights, her husband was there with her. Oh, thank God. So they took, oh, well, sp- on oh, gentlemen, well, I'll take <laughs> yeah. you word for it. Yeah. Uh, so, so it was reported. Now that, the birth of the modern uh, Loch Ness uh, uh, mythology is now 90 years old this yeah. year Oh wow. in august this past weekend was the largest loch ness search in over 50 years okay. they brought in hundreds of people now let's be real hundreds isn't a lot now but that it was the respect. that was five towns i mean back then yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> and and you know and and honestly it was a bit of a it was a bit of a cryptid party. It was a bit of like, you know, if you're a if you're a nerd, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean that with all due love and respect. <laughs> if you're a nerd and you like Loch Ness, you went for the party, there's probably a lot of, a lot of kinky stuff going probably. on. Probably like Loch Ness after hours. Probably like a, a a burlesque show or oh, like sure. Sasquatch comes out. <laughs> yeah. He's got more than big feet, let's just say oh, that. Yeah, way. watch out. Um uh, so so then uh so they, they had this big to do this big gathering interesting note put on uh by the Loch Ness Center Loch Ness Center now housed in the very hotel where the sighting happened in 1933
1: huh, seems like a way to maybe just bring people to here <laughs> your... maybe look
0: <laughs> to your club there is uh <laughs> there is a pretty good indication that a lot of this paranormal sightings cryptids is really just a deep cut of tourism right it's like it's like reverse scooby-doo right right (laughs) scooby-doo if you don't know uh scooby-doo was a uh uh, 80s cartoon where these kids got in a van and solved really really complicated like gentrification real (laughs) estate fraud yeah yeah yeah. it was always a guy who wanted to buy some land cheap and mm-hmm. was trying to drive out people. Yeah, so and evade dr- taxes and get rid of the locals. Yeah, so he always kind of, like, like in the most complicated way possible, <laughs> would, like, yeah. invent a mythology, hmm. leave clues that only the the gang uh, could find. Yeah. and uh, But this is, like, the opposite. Like, you create Mothman. Oh, right. And then people – then you have Mothman Festival, and it's yeah. a huge – you're there, the lamp is there, is for those a lamp? Is there like a movie that's like this, where like somebody creates a fake? Oh, probably. I think that's a great plot for a movie. Yeah, yeah. that would be good. It'd Let's be... start one now. Yeah, you make a you make up a cryptid mm-hmm. and you got plan it because it's good for tourism. Oh yeah, and uh, I think that is a movie, or maybe it's a like a Broadway play or something. Oh, nice. We should look into that. Bat Boy and Cave. That might be what. That's the Broadway play for sure. But I wonder if that's what it all comes down to. Is like a mm. it's like just a, a grift. Just a grift to get yeah. tourism. It's not a bad right. Idea. Well, that I mean, some that, people uh, buy better food for the restaurant or change
1: their menu, but people are like, "Why would we just get a snake boy?"
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. No, no sense in having a good place to hang. Just have a something you might see a yeah. few deaths. Yeah, that's all you need. You just need a few, <laughs> a few people that are like, "Hey, I'm seventy five. I'm gonna die at some point. Yeah, put some fangs in me. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, drop me out of the sky yeah. with like." That's attached to my skin, and just like let the, let the let the rumors begin. Yeah. For the good of the town.
1: You could also just lie about it in the newspaper without killing a man. You can just it's not killing. He's volunteering. I know man. you could still do it without
0: a mess. Well, I'm just saying some people need to give up. Uh, <laughs> so. uh, well, uh, there we'll talk a little bit about the the tourism aspect again uh, okay. when we get into the the, the thick of it, but. All right. Suffice it to say that after 1933, and I would say for the past 90 years, uh, Loch Ness fever, Nessie fever has oh, yeah. uh, persisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like every time it dies down, a new sort of sighting or revived. Yeah. There was a period of time when people thought that if there was a Loch Ness monster, that it died. Oh, sure. That makes sense. And... uh but then there was a revival of sightings. I mean, oh. uh, uh, since the first sighting, uh, several universities have launched expeditions, um, sonar expeditions. And many of them were able to detect something large oh, really? underwater. So we, we do have, and, and if you look at the evidence of Loch Ness, I mean, there, there are... Large sonar readings of of objects. Mm-hmm. Um, many people think, well, that's just a school of fish. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, they it could do be swim something together else uh, on their way to class. In 1975, uh, there was a photograph and a sonar that did show a vaguely giant flipper of an aquatic animal. Oh, okay, that's the very famous flipper photo. The most. Famous photo that most people black and white one, right? The black and white one were the were the things going in the water. Yeah, it's like a little. It looks like a little L shape looks coming like a out of the water. L, yeah. And then, th- if you were to see that thing with perspective, that little L is about the size of a flute. Really? It's yeah. That's pretty tiny. Yeah. The 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 on one of the people that took that photograph on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a deathbed confession. <laughs> yeah. Hey kids, come here. I tell you one <laughs> thing. What? For 60 years, we deceived the world into thinking, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. he just he gave up the ghost at the very, very end
1: um, just to get it off his chest. Who's who's using flute for measurement size? Like, who's that familiar with a flute? I I used a, a – me. Okay, so two out of three so far. Uh, how many people actually know flute distance? What is it, three feet? No, well, no,
0: I'm just saying – I don't think that you, you – I'm just saying I've heard it described as a as a flute. flute-sized – Object. Okay. But I I guess. I mean, like, you know, a foot long, kind of small. But if you. But, like, what they did is they had a photograph, Mm -hmm. and it was something jumping in the water. Oh. And their foot or, like, part of their tail was sticking out. And they were like, oh, like, if you look at just that, it looks like. Loch Ness, and so oh. they cut the photograph, oh. so it looks like you're looking at Loch Ness okay. a long way away, and that was, was it a hoax, Would it considered a hoax, that's, a, yeah, that was a hoax, yeah. Mm. yeah, it was a hoax, they, yeah, I mean, there's been some very famous, one was those, the, there were some girls, oh, yeah, I heard about that, that, uh, mm-hmm do you just do you just mean generally girls yeah yeah heard, yeah, yeah. I've heard, of them. I've heard, I've heard, heard of, of them
1: girls that become women I've heard no, of No no
0: uh when I say girls they were school age girls that went into the woods and like they carefully cut these fairies out of a book Oh I remember that one yeah those are, they, are really and then they 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 were smart they told their parents they had mm-hmm. met some fairies and their parents were like yeah sure they're like Yeah can we have a camera to prove it and then like Went out there, and these, and they had pictures of these fairies, and the pictures yeah. came out pretty damn good. They're good. Are they photos that they had, or did they have photos on photos, or was it cardboard cutouts? The- I can't remember. The, they cut out these pictures of these fairies and took them into the woods.
1: Yeah, see this again.
0: And then- uh, then these photos came out, and people were like, "Well, here we are. Finally, we get some proof." Yeah, this is disclosure. And then some, it, it went way. It was f- far up there. Yeah, I gotta see. And uh, oh yeah,
1: They're, they. But they are like, um, let me see. I mean, that I don't know. That looks
0: pretty real.
1: It does look pretty well because you luckily have a, a film that's kind of blurry so you can't tell it was, that it's Yeah, like, right. It's
0: old photography. Yeah,
1: it, and uh, uh, Damn, that's that's the best time to be in special effects because you're like, sure. fucking this is just a cardboard cutout and you think yeah. it's a monster.
0: Yeah. Plus, people didn't know about special effects and foreground and background. <laughs> right, yeah. So, like, back yeah. then, like, you take a picture of a fish, and you'd be, you know, you're doing, like, the statue oh, of liberty perspective. Yeah, you'd yeah, be, yeah. like, holding this fish and it looks like it's six feet. <laughs> yeah. That's the best time to be a fisherman. Um so then uh somebody recognized the fairy cutouts from oh. the book. They're like, I think that's from uh, oh, like, yeah. uh this book I have. But they were like, <laughs> oh yeah. It's that's called Fairy thing. Cutouts. Yeah. Uh but but uh it was I think it was easy to fake a picture back then. Yes. The more modern ones from the seventies, uh and uh these all these all uh have come uh I mean they've come under pretty good scrutiny and and I think they've They've been convincing enough that there are still legitimate scientific um, communities that say, we, we, we're
1: not going to rule it out. Right. There, there's a good possibility something exists there, but these are not actually
0: pieces of evidence. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, we've not. We do not have evidence. And in fact, the most recent, uh, when I say most recent, I mean like a couple of days ago, search. Very interesting. Uh, they found... With very advanced sonar, they found a shape on the bottom of Loch Ness that looked and was the same shape as what the stereotypical Loch Ness—oh, really? Long, long, mm. elongated neck, oh, fins, really? big body, kind of like a dinosaur, like a—but it was skeletal. Uh, no, oh no, no, oh, uh, it turned out to be uh, a movie prop of <laughs> the Nest page. Loch Nest monster that had sunk to the bottom. That's great. Uh, so that <laughs> that ended not well. And then uh at one point uh they found some uh some uh some sounds they had some crazy oh, sounds they were hearing. And stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, like whale whaleish. Yeah, whale-ish. Stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh of course, as typically goes their audio recording was not set up yet, and so they did not record it. They just recorded <laughs> on it, which that's a little like. Yeah. Why, why aren't you just recording? Like, yeah, why, why always. are you going out on? I them? think the button should be taped together.
1: Turn it, it on. Default and it starts, is on. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. So that's I was a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah. That. they didn't. They the 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 search ended with nothing conclusive, mm. but in taught in listening to the people. Um, And I think I have a quote from one of them. Um, uh, They, they people really went, it's a matter of faith. Like I come here because I genuinely believe that there is something in this water, something that is unknown. Mm -hmm. I mean, in fairness, Loch Ness is extremely deep. So deep. It's, it's It's, crazy deep. Yeah. It has more. If you take every lake in England, and whales, mm-hmm. Loch Ness has more water than all of them combined. Wow. That's how deep it is. Now it's not a big lake; it's just it's like phenomenally a big crevasse. deep. Yeah, it's very cold water, mm-hmm. very dark, and those are the kind of ocean-like conditions that at least allow your imagination to, oh, yeah. to sort of run wild and say, "Well, how mm-hmm. do you really know?" Well, and many many uh, uh, Nessie aficionados will say, "Well, we're never really going to know unless right." One washes up on shore, right? Which I don't know why that how that would work unless
1: it seems like we just sink to the bottom immediately. Yeah, how would it wash up on? Yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, it could, look, whales. That's true. I mean, I think you need more. There's not much motion in the lock, though. Unless we,
0: know. unless somebody sees it. Like, yeah, like I'm yeah, talking yeah. like they rides it into shore. I mean, or 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 just like like. Like, amateur video of just, right. like, you know, like a of sightseeing boat, and it's all of a sudden, like, you know, that's it. Yeah. 30 people, different views of the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um, but, but in any case, I mean, I think the people that go, I think that's the interesting part to me, is that why do people go and the people that, I mean, obviously, like we said, with tourism, like, the Loch Ness Monster brings in an insane amount of money every year. To right. This yeah. area, I have a shirt from there. So there's there's there is an incentive for people who who live off the tourism industry to allow the myth to persist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But there's something else I think that's going on, um, and that's where I think science comes in, and it gets very very interesting Okay. because the uh, the science behind Loch Ness involves a uh, a mental uh, I don't know what the right Phrase for it is a mental phenomena. Okay. Called paradoia. Paradoia? Paradoia. paradia Is it Spanish? Para. It's spelled very weird. I've always heard it pronounced paradia. Well, I. Interesting. I. Uh, paradoia. Interesting. I. I like, you know, you can do like a pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. I went to And that. they play it? Paradoia. Uh, interesting. And I wrote it out. Shane's looking at my notes. I know. Paradoia. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Paradoia. I believe um, you. Um, paradoia is a. uh Wild is a mental process that we all do uh, somewhat unconsciously, but mm-hmm. we do it. Yeah. And probably the most famous or the most popular sort of iteration of it is when you're looking at clouds and you oh, see yeah. a shape or a face, mm-hmm. that's the act of pareidolia happening. Yeah. Right. You see what you see, all types of things. Well, like it, it is the brain's attempt to organize okay. uh, things into certain patterns and shapes, particularly faces. Faces, oh. um, okay. that is the, the, and that's why, like, you know, you might be walking along the street and you might see some, you know, like a circle with some slots in it and you yeah. see an eyes and a mouth. Oh, right. Like, that's yeah, yeah. paradolia. Um, you might, you know, see a pizza with pepperoni on it and somehow the pepperonis are organized. And you're like, oh, it looks like a face. You might yeah, look up yeah. at the clouds. You might be, Drifting through a canyon with rock walls, and as you look up in the rock walls, you're like, "Oh, check it out! You see how that kind of looks like a yeah." And you'll see a face, and that's so like Mount Rushmore isn't actually no, that that's faces. not another... That, that if you, it's just, if you, just <laughs> a, a, a natural formation. Yeah, it's natural. It's crazy. Yeah, it just <laughs> happened <laughs> yeah. to naturally form. Oh, wow, amazing! Like four present. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I had a bit. It's just hist- history bits are really hard sometimes. Yeah, because people are dumb. Well, right, and when I say like Teddy Roosevelt isn't even the best Roosevelt. Right. People get real, people that know <laughs> history are like, well, that's because Franklin wasn't around when they first authorized. Right. you like, <laughs> Oh, so you mean people are smart and that's well, why they oh, don't Or let... they're incredibly oh, stupid oh, yeah,
1: yeah. and they're, you know, I mean, I fall in between. I'm like, I've heard of a Roosevelt and then yeah. I laugh because I'm like, this, I should look like I know this one. I think they should change. I think they should, <laughs> yeah. I think they
0: should update Mount Rushmore.
1: Uh, they, yeah. They should just put it back to rock.
0: It's like a sacred place, and they put these idiots up there. I think it'd be. I mean, okay. I, first of all, I don't think this would be awesome. <laughs> but if Trump were to get reelected, mm-hmm. I think it would be awesome if he carved himself <laughs> into Mount Rushmore.
1: Or what about the Georgia one? Because everyone hates that one now.
0: Stone Mountain. Yeah,
1: because that's all like Confederate guys, right? They're like, we got, we can't get
0: rid of this because this is like. If- it would be look. I'm not. I'm not saying further desecration. Of no, as American land is is funny. No, what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that it would be hilarious because the mental meltdown that oh. would occur for certain people. Yeah, um, which is the only thing that's amusing to me about <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah that Schaden, Schadenfreude. That what it is. It's just like the the like every time he does something and people flip out, and I'm like. Why are you, like this? Is who he is, <laughs> right and this is, he, is what people love about. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. I don't love it, but the way that it, it's what it is to me is, it's like the people that boo at professional wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's why you're here, dude. You are here to see this, mm-hmm. and you're genuinely booing like you hate. The, you yeah. know that's a character <laughs> yeah. playing a villain, yeah, and you are emotionally upset, yeah. Like you yeah. are mad at theater right now, man. And Donald Trump is clearly theater, <laughs> and then people are like, "Oh, you're a you're just like, okay, you are giving yeah. him exactly what he yeah. wants. Yeah, as long as you hate him, you will watch him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so back to uh, pareidolia. Um, You know, uh, the 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 idea behind it, at least from an evolutionary standpoint that infants seem to have an affinity for faces mm. that is probably primal, meaning it derives from the primate side of us. Most primates sure. seem to have, uh, or at least to some degree, uh, perform the act of pareidolia. Mm. We, we as primates put a, a, a level of importance to recognizing faces, and it's probably a survival tactic. Sure. That's very, very ingrained within our being, mm-hmm. but th- that's why infants are fascinated with human. They will recognize a human face very, very early on. It's why you can look at a baby, and it will, see, it will, it will see a face, and it will, it will kind of be fascinated by it. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that why they go for breasts because they look like two eyes? No, it's the smell <laughs> of milk. Oh, I mean, that's crazy. Oh, that. we did. Like, yeah, they, it's they such smell, a strong they smell. Milk.
0: The milk, wild uh but oh, yeah. it's uh it's uh it's very important to our, our our survival as or at least it was as a species um but it it's incredible to me and and i'm gonna pivot um to show you how powerful it is because in uh oh when was this two thousand and seven maybe Okay. a guy found a cheeto and it looked like a gorilla, <laughs> and he put it on eBay for sale as an auction. that uh-huh. was and he said it looked it looks like that uh that harambe. Oh yeah, harambe. Remember, harambe. Yeah, I do. Yeah. And uh I'm going to show you the Cheeto here. Okay, let me uh, see. Yeah, we'll uh, post there it, it on that. Right there. Oh,
1: that's I mean, that's pretty fucking good. I mean, that looks like harambe.
0: I mean, it it does. I mean, look at the
1: yeah. But if you flip it upside down, you'd be like, "Nope, that's nope, uh, looks uh like that's a, a snoger or something."
0: A chicken wing right there. Oh yeah. It's mm-hmm. like a, a drumstick. Oh yeah, and, that's true. Um but uh, he sold that on eBay for $999,000. Yeah,
1: my man. American uh, dream right there. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's why you look at all, all the foods you get and be like, who's this look like? I'm ready to just start buying <laughs> Cheetos. I know. Dumping them out. Yeah. Getting
0: high as I can get and being <laughs> yeah. like, look at this. Yeah.
1: Or you just do Google reverse image search and be like, what does this look like? mm just take a photo of it and then just reverse image search it, and they'll be
0: like, "Yeah, somebody, somebody <laughs> sold another, found something." Oh, I mean, people find bread with the face of Jesus on oh, it. Oh, I and, sold a, I sold uh, bread
1: with the face of Obama on, on an art show. I made it. You made it. Yeah, I sold it. It was like an inaugural art show, and Man, I like we made to toast with uh, Obama's face to on. How
0: toast? You, do you know how to toast with a face on? That's it? That's
1: what I did. Yeah, I, if to- I definitely know. Well, then we
0: should definitely be selling this on eBay and being like, yeah. the, face, the face of Trump's mugshot Dude, as toast would sell for a ton of money. I'm going to do it today. Dude, We, okay, I get a, a get a
1: cut. You absolutely you get 50-50. All
0: right, well, let's okay,
1: make no. a 60-40. Uh, we got to pretend it's a art. real thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And be like,
0: hey, I made toast this morning. Yeah. You're not going to believe this. And, and I can Photoshop
1: it to where I like... Uh, the house doesn't look like mine, so people, you know, like mm. maybe like uh, or maybe should be over a campfire. You got to really target the audience.
0: No, I I think I think you just you just you just, do, you just, you do just be like, I don't even like Trump, but this, is a sign. <laughs> oh yeah yeah, It's be a honest, sign, oh like, yeah, sign, it's a I, sign. I, I mean, yeah. I might vote for the guy now, <laughs> yeah. and say that, and then and then someone's the, like somebody's gonna buy that thing yeah. for. $100,000. You're correct. Um, and then we'll
1: donate pro- some of the proceeds to our liberal-minded cause. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll donate it to families in need, yes. uh, starting with the Smith and Scranton families. Yes, because we are both pretty broke right now. Uh Okay, so, uh yeah. He, you know what's funny is that uh, he shipped the $99,000 Cheetos standard shipping. Oh, my God, really? I'd be a little pissed. I'd yeah. be like, brother, you're going to... Bubble wrap that. For sure. Dude. I mean, like I would have put it, I would, I would ask for it to be put in like a pelican case.
1: Yeah, something. And then, or maybe you do, you remember, Did you ever do um egg drop with Odyssey of the Mind? Yeah. Yeah. Just figure out how to egg drop a cheetah that looks like Harambe. Mm. Yeah, that should be the test in school nowadays. And they're like, people still drop eggs? And you're like, it was a thing back in the day. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh. dropping eggs is like a 1940s thing. Why are we still doing it?
0: yeah we did have some we we did the we did the ebb drop egg drop experiment did you ever do the bridge span experiment yeah, mm-hmm. too where you see how much weight your bridge yeah mine broke immediately yeah
1: F. I think mine did too because I was like this one's just for motorcycles and it was just toothpicks all the way across and they were like that's not uh, sustainable for anybody. <laughs> I was like, I see that now. Thank you. Yeah, I was really half
0: assed. those. like, Oh stuff. yeah. I just, I, the kids who took it too seriously, like clearly your dad's an engineer. Yeah, exactly. He got into it with you. Yes. I don't have a father. I'm not. Yeah. I no. Know, what is, what <laughs> is my mom going to do? Yeah. Uh,
1: and like, what am I going to maybe, you know, maybe if we had done that, we'd be in a different place. Yeah. Maybe we'd maybe. have a weird engineering podcast.
0: I mean, yeah, it's just, I just felt bad. Cause it's like, look, I, I Maybe maybe have an experiment where we make daiquiris and my mom can help me. <laughs> yeah, that right? one sounds good, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but not this building stuff. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, my neighbor growing up was the Pinewood Derby. Oh hell yeah! Like national champion, amazing. Which is a complicated way of saying his father was national champion, <laughs> yeah,
1: and quite the woodworker.
0: And uh, they had a full on track over there, and they like they had. Dozens of cars, time and like, trials shit. on their own, and they're like, "Hey, bring your car over. We're gonna race." And like, I'm like, "This is boring. I'm just getting <laughs> yeah. my ass uh, yeah. whooped."
1: Yeah. Um, uh, should we use the one that's made specifically for rain, or for yeah. when we're closer to the moon?
0: Yeah, and you know they're putting grass. Dude, it was just like, <laughs> dude, this is this is not fun. I'm <laughs> like out of here. Dear. What does all this have to do with locking Ness Monster? Yeah, what? But but I, I just want to make sure that we're we're on the same page. Meaning you, the audience, that pareidolia is this this mental phenomena. Yeah. That uh, we create order and, and shapes out of things that are not. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A cloud. There's probably not a face in the cloud, but you see a face. Absolutely. In the cloud. Absolutely. It's not just with our eyes, by the way. It does it oh, with sounds. Really? It's, oh yeah. Because we think we hear our name sometimes, or we you do. We... You hear stuff. Yeah. Um. And and uh, it happens with smells. Oftentimes, like you will smell something, and your brain will try to. Make that a familiar smell. It it again. It goes back to evolution. What your brain is trying to do is create a a a fight or flight. Like am I am I safe or am I in danger? Oh right. So it
1: takes the knowledge it has, pieces it together to form a new picture based on what it has, and it says, uh, "Is this familiar enough to feel okay?"
0: Yes. Or if not, it will smell acrid. You know, yeah, smell yeah. bad. You'll be like, "What does that smell?" It yeah. sounds seems dangerous. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, faces too, like, you know, children get very, very quickly learn whether faces are safe, or they're happy. We recognize emotions very quickly. It's all part of our survival. But there is a field of science uh, that refers to pareidolia as matrixing, mm-hmm. as in creating a reality. And, oh, okay. and this is where I think things get very interesting to me because. Uh, the best way that I've heard it described is that if you think about the alphabet, Mm -hmm. let's take the letter A, Uh, you know, the letter A, um, which you learn as a kid in school, Mm -hmm. uh, we have 26 letters in our alphabet. We have two versions of each letter. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you learn to write those letters. Even if you don't write them, if you just think about the letter A, in a computer program like Microsoft Word mm-hmm. or, or or whatever, there's what thousands of fonts. with yeah. the letter A. Yeah, bazillions, probably. Um, yeah, I mean, like people are coming up with new fonts every yeah. day. Yeah,
1: stop it, guys. I have. I just give me ten. That's all I want to use. Yeah. Just give me ten. But,
0: but but every time you see the letter A, that doesn't matter whether it's Times New Roman or Arial, and as long as it's not like Wingdings or something uh, nuts. Excellent. Um, and also with handwriting, when you see someone's handwriting your brain uses pareidolia to organize what you see interesting into the letter a okay if it did not if you were not able to do this every font would be a different language every oh, handwriting yeah would be a different language because you would see it and your brain would not be able to sort of recognize the general it takes the the, the, the bad okay. ink, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it takes, hmm. like you see an A and you're like, that's an A. You have that concept in your head of this is the letter A and then with that over the years, right, from the time you're very young, you, we look at A as this phonetic alphabet that, that indicates a certain sound, mm-hmm. the A ah or A, the long A, the short A and and so language sort of develops as in, in conjunction with this sort of idea of pareidolia. Do you think
1: that our brains making sense of different shaped A's or everything in general is just our brain's way of going, that's good enough? Right? Because it's like, that doesn't quite look like that one, but I'll accept that this is also it.
0: Y- yeah. You know, yeah, it's I, like, I, uh, I... this
1: isn't, uh, this is not Nissen ramen, it's something else, but
0: I'll, it's still ramen. Yeah, you yeah, know? I think I think that uh the answer to that question is is yes. Ah, brains are lazy, I tell you. Um well, well no because go go back to go back to um the the face thing. Yeah. Like we have to evolve as primates to recognize a face, but also quickly determine because we are we are the most emotional animals that we know about. Mm-hmm. And I have to be able to look at your face and be really good about determining whether you're happy, sad, danger, right. frustrated, anger, yeah. right? And with A's, like your your brain, and, and like so, so the the idea is that we see faces is because it's better to see faces when there's not one than there is to miss one and there be one. Oh, interesting. Because that's very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, because they can come after you. So we we are more apt. That's why, for example, I mean, you can probably seen it on TikTok or some other. Like, people will show you words like S-T-R-M-S-R-G, and people will be like Storm Surge. And you will see Storm Surge, even though there's no O in there. Isn't that like a right-wing thing? Is that a right? Storm oh, I don't surge. know. Something Surge was. I don't know. Storm Stormshare. <laughs> I was like, Storm what videos search. are you watching? Storm. Like, no, it, 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 you can drop letters out of words oh, yeah, yeah. and you still see it and you'll just yeah. be like, "Oh, I, I can read I can still read that." Yeah, yeah. Again, that's paradigm. because yeah. because our brain is saying, "Yeah, it's not quite there, but I need to get there because I want you to be able to read because it could be very valuable information that's going to help you survive." So in a sense, speed reading is paradigm.
1: Because when you speed read, you read the first few letters and the last few letters and you
0: let everything else You kind of let everything else kind of just slip away, and you just sort of right. Yeah, you just go back. pareidolia allows you to look at something and and Mm. immediately recognize the shape. It organizes our reality into familiar patterns. Okay. Okay. So far, we're so good, right? I like this as well. Um, Now, if you take that a step further, this is where things get weird. Is you know, if you think about the letters C A T and everything we just talked about, now we read that and we say. Cat, if cat. you didn't know, yeah, and and you know we recognize the letters, and then those letters together make the word cat. But they also invoke within us this idea of a cat, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. image of a cat that you might see. You yeah. see this thing, and you're like cat, right? Mm-hmm. Now might be bigger, might be smaller. There's all different shapes and sizes to cat. We're like that's a cat. I recognize yeah. the cat. Now we all think intuitively. Mm-hmm that the cat, the actual physical object, the collection of matter that walks around or lays there and purrs or whatever that is, that's the real thing. Yeah. The word is just a a sort of representation of... Oh, yeah. Yeah. This theory says, no, it's exactly the opposite. Oh, no. The collection of matter isn't organized and real until we create the language which allows us to express it. Oh, I buy into this 100%.
1: Because how many things don't exist in our lives until we define what they are and give it a name.
0: Exactly.
1: Like how do you describe something that has no name?
0: Exactly. Well, there is no thing without exactly. Yeah. The word makes it real because the word in a sense is the, the final process of this organization of Mm -hmm. chaos into a thing that we can then apply to the world, which is all it's very similar to the idea of biocentrism.
1: Uh, those books I was reading just right. basically like it exists because you are, you are observing it and creating it with those observations. It's, it's a weird, uh, no, I, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's that's like, it doesn't right.
0: exist until you put attention to right. it, right? which is fascinating because if you start really going down this rabbit hole, then reality is something. And we've said this many times on this podcast, reality is, is something that our mind is constantly creating mm-hmm. So then you start thinking about things like uh, there was an archaeologist that we, we discussed on the pod one time who found the repetition of certain symbols across mm-hmm. multiple cultures and caves over time for mm-hmm. thousands of years. Now, we look at those symbols, and we have uh, – we, we call them certain things, mm-hmm. red, red cross or the yeah. hand symbol. Mm-hmm. This is the triangle. The people of that day, those symbols almost assuredly were the representation of a different set of information and organization. Mm. So they didn't see Red Cross, hands; They saw an idea communicated that was, in fact, real, Mm. right? So
1: basically, if we go back to our uh, Homo Naledi episode the scratches on the walls, if you've seen the documentary, the scratches on the walls represented, I don't know what it represented, but it was also reflected in a cave somewhere else. So yeah, you're saying yes. that those things were two
0: different ideas represented in the same way. I'm saying that we, our process, right? The, 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 our, our, our brains see lines scratched into a wall. Mm. That's not even what they saw. No. They didn't see that because- we, we see lines, they saw communication. They saw a word, a phrase that invoked, right? I sure, mean, yeah, the context doesn't exist. If you scratch yeah. the word cat into the walls of a cave. Like, look at those crazy lines. People, yes, yes. A thousand, thousands yeah. of years later, people would say, what does that even mean? Yeah, yeah. Right? And if they saw that same, it would look like a symbol to them. A C, an A, and a T. But what do those mean? They'd be like... They're not seeing it as a C, an A, or a T. Right. They may not even have the concept of a cat at that point because cats may not even exist in the way that we think of them existing now as word and thing. That's why I draw my words, like uh, hieroglyphics. Which explains why I
1: can't get a job. My (laughs) resume is
0: beautiful. Beautiful resume. Mm -hmm. A lot of pictures. I just turn it to wingdings bold face Bold wingdings is my resume (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna apply for a job and put my resume in wing we got your resume we can't read it i'm like that's because you don't know the code (laughs) yeah i mean uh man that's fun i like that um yeah yeah I, i you know the 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 point on that i'm trying to gather is that when we think of our reality what we have to understand in this theory is that that reality is presented to you as a series of words and ideas to organize everything that your senses take in. Mm -hmm. And that has nothing to do with actual reality. Mm -hmm. So when 1933, two people at a Spanish Lake say, we saw a large monster on the surface of the lake. Mm-hmm. That idea enters into the social zeitgeist. Now, when people see a fluttering of water on the lake, they say, I think I saw Locke. Oh, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, is science changing that in such a way that um, the when people see flutterings on the water, they're going to say, oh, well, it can't have been the Loch Ness Monster, because that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Right? You know, Mm. there's a a famous sort of theoretical problem, which is the Native Americans never saw Columbus land on their shores because they didn't understand what a boat was like that. Oh, yeah.
1: I've heard this as a metaphor. I've heard it's been debunked as being an actual thing, but it is a metaphor, but I, I think it stands true. I think it does. I mean, like... I mean there's a documentary about how like certain cultures couldn't see blue for forever.
0: Right, right. Yeah, there there yeah. there are things that that certain cultures and whenever I read about like they didn't have this concept so they probably didn't see this. Yeah. Like when when you know think about in 19 well thousands of years before Christ. Uh I could probably just say BC. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. To, I don't need to put Yeah, a, yeah, BC before Christ. Uh you know somebody gets stabbed. You see them dying, you Mm. probably don't have a concept of, like, blood volume and blood loss. Sure, sure. Things like that. Or maybe even stabby things, depending on what happened. Yeah, right. Right. You may not, right? And so it might just be like God's, you know, smote him down. Because that's the way your culture has organized certain things that your brain, it's exactly what your brain sees. So if someone
1: stabbed this guy, and they don't understand stabby things or blood loss, they just saw a red eye, if they understand language— don't draw a red eye on somebody. Exactly. I see that, and I know that's what happens.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. I mean, that's crazy. In some sense, superstition is absolutely real, and our science today will eventually be the next you
1: know, generation
0: yeah. superstition. But that's how we've organized, mm-hmm. and the language that we've provided, the words we've used to, that our brain then takes to make sense of what ultimately is a reality that doesn't exist. It's a matrix, Mm. And it's all processed through this, this thing. Now, on, on an aside, before we get back to Loch Ness, is uh, probably the most fascinating thing that I, that, I, um, mm. that I read in relation to this, is that on the autism spectrum, mm. it seems that, that people that are on the autism spectrum, especially towards the more severe cases, mm. they really struggle with paradoia. Oh, interesting. Both both <laughs> recognizing faces and expressing with their face the range of human emotions that we normally think. They think there's something in the way that they see the world that is not sort of just sort of bound and wrapped up in paranoia. Interesting.
1: What would be the benefit of that? What would be the benefit of not having that adaptability to nature?
0: You know, well... They they might be adapting to a nature that's not fully realized yet. Oh, like we are the ones that don't see it. But we they might see it. We might be we might be the chimpanzees who one day are completely distinct from this this evolving right. brain. Oh, that sees the world in a, in a much different way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um. Hmm. In, in, yeah, in the sense, does that make sense? Like the, yeah, like yeah, this is absolutely. A, this is a. This is a brain that functions, I hesitate to say higher level because the reality is is that across the autism spectrum, there's just yeah, a just range of a behaviors range, yeah. that, that, but in a different, unique way, mm-hmm. it sees the world without the sort of like organizational facets of paranoia mm-hmm. Both the limitations of it, but also the safety of it. Huh. And, and so it's able without that, to interact with the world in a completely different... wild, Okay. Uh, hmm. now that was just something that I read. I thought, oh, that's pretty interesting. That's interesting, yeah. Wow. Uh, but, wild. of course, I always find these things towards the end where I'm like, ah, I don't have to... Yeah. I want to go back and rewrite the whole episode. <laughs> right. Oh, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, I, but to go back to Loch Ness, I think that part of why people met this past weekend to search for Loch Ness... Mm-hmm. Because as long as the search is there, as long as the idea exists that there might be a monster, mm-hmm. people will see a monster. Right, yeah. Keeps it alive. It keeps, as as long mm. as people think there was one, there right. is one. Interesting. Because the way that our mind works is it sees the information in the way that our culture has taught it to structure it. Wow, okay. And as long as there are weird phenomena coming out. Mm-hmm. People are going to see it and they're going to swear they saw a, a flippered, long-necked, giant monster out of there. Wild. And whether they do or do not, in some ways in this world, in, the, in this sense, is, irre- is a relative, right? Irrelevant, mm-hmm. not a relative. It's irrelevant, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it doesn't matter whether they, what they really see because there's not anything real. Right. As long as the idea is there, and you can organize the information that your senses take in to conform with those ideas, it is real. So it's a tulpa. A tulpa? Tulpa. We should do an episode on tulpas.
1: Uh, Tulpas are like these beings you create from thought. People like fully subscribe to that. They've created this being to do things for them. It's a wild. That is crazy. It's a wild fucking thing. But enough people believe it, and if you believe it, You can be it uh, as uh, who sang that song?
0: Yeah, you know, there's there's some people that believe that uh, night terrors, which we've covered, Mm -hmm. um, that you're seeing you're seeing something, but but it's it because it feels unsafe. Your 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 organizes it into a terrifying shape. Right, whatever your terrifying shape is in your head, Mm -hmm. right? But it draws from sort of deep, you know, sort of cultural psyche to present to you what is a scary image interesting wow Um, i like this yeah so you know Hmm. in some sense the answer is don't trust your eyes but it's that lack of trust in our eyes that allows mythology and folklore and strange things to exist in the first place Mm -hmm. that's why they happen in dark deep Mm -hmm. big places yeah in, in bad lighting and all these things but the persistence of those mythologies allows them to keep being seen and hmm. and it's and and i I find this so fascinating because yeah. more and more uh you know we we are learning in the and the quantum physics that we live in that we are really creating reality mm-hmm. every day absolutely through a combination of of mental processes and and then Thought control, essentially. Yeah. Um, so, man, what a world. <laughs> yeah,
1: I love stuff like this. Uh, I never thought about this in terms of uh, pareidolia with just how it is part of a matrix. That's, that's an interesting interesting thing. Um,
0: wow. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, that's I, crazy. I, you know, somebody in 1933 sees something and they report it and that becomes the idea which then, then, in some sense... Shapes how people see future phenomena. Which again, <laughs> the implications of that are very clear is that yeah. you see, right? Mm-hmm. You do not see a reality that is objective. You see a subjective reality that is controlled by your mind mm-hmm. and constrained by the culture which you live in. Which, ex- which explains, sorry to catch off, which explains why UFOs have changed their shape over the it years. absolutely does. We've seen the same thing mm-hmm. If you want to say that, uh, or we have not seen it because it wasn't sort of allowed right. to be seen. But yeah. now that it's, so what, what what will happen, we've predicted this, is that in the next decade or so, UFO sightings will go off the charts, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they're starting well, to already. Once, yeah. they, once the, the site guy says, well, yeah, UFOs exist, well, then someone's going to have something happen, a gush mm-hmm. of wind. Yeah, a weird sound. Be like, oh, I totally saw a UFO today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now they're going as gush as a wind. Gush, you know. Gushes, gushes, gushes. Yeah. gushes. What did? Yeah, that? but you're, you know, you're going to see yeah, yeah. something, yeah. you know, and you're going to be like, oh, it must have been a UFO. Yeah. And and then in some cases, it will be a UFO that yeah. you're actually, you, you will be seeing a UAP that you could not have seen before. Yeah. Because that's not how your mind organized the information that right. your eyes saw.
1: Well, it's almost like, um, it's almost becoming an expert at something. So, like, say you're a uh, Coffee person or a, a liquor or bourbon person, uh, you don't taste notes until you start paying attention to those notes. Absolutely right. And yes. so it's like you don't you have the types of UFOs you could see or types of things that you see in life. Right. The more you pay attention, the more you become aware of it because more you can appreciate the nuance of yes. it. Otherwise,
0: it's just a blur. Right. Professional poker players, when they talk about beating people, amateurs, mm-hmm. like they know before the cards are oh, even yeah. i mean before the the, the flop for example mm-hmm. even comes what you have based upon, oh, yeah. because they're just so used to it yeah right this guy can't wait to bet these cards yeah i know this person did this because they probably have this and yeah. like yeah and, and a lot of that is is we we call it instincts mm-hmm. but instincts are just a collection of survival mechanisms that are so important to you mm-hmm. that you instinctually recognize things and if instinctually to feed your family it takes you to be able to spot someone who's bluffing or not yeah like that will become ingrained in your paradoia, where you're where you'll see things you're like well i saw him do this yeah you might even watch a videotape and be like he didn't do anything mm-hmm. it's like well i saw no, him do up, it yeah because because that is how your brain is organized yep. itself to survive. Yeah,
1: you just uh,
0: yeah. And yeah. Professionals get experts get better and better and
1: yeah. better at it. When I worked retail, it fucking bit me in the ass because I was so good at spotting people that were going to shoplift. Oh, and then like I was that guy that like took offense to it, and they're like, "Yeah, you got to chill out. You just gotta let them take stuff." And I'm yeah, like, God, it's but I wish loss, I had." Loss the... prevention's built into the budget. I know, maybe. but I shouldn't have trained my brain to be like that's a shoplifter. <laughs> I should have just not paid attention. Because I like right. focus so much to be like, oh, I understand that slight twist of a head when they're doing something. Or, you know, I was like so right. focused. Wow. It's like a shark, man.
0: You ever, we, we, uh, we caught a shoplifter once who was a compulsive shoplifter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, uh, that's a weird,
1: we should, we yeah. should, we should cover that stuff. Yeah. Cause it is like gambling, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I've heard it's a rush. Yeah. And you read, I don't know if you're, if you go to any of the, the r slash confession type. Uh, oh, yeah. People who just are like, I used to steal from this one store for decades. Oh, dang. And it's like, well, pay them back. At this yeah, car. right. Yeah. Hey, you're hey, you're, hey, you're sitting here writing this. So don't pay them back. Um,
1: I would steal things like uh, salt and pepper shakers or uh, ashtrays when I was real drunk from bars.
0: Ashtrays were a big,
1: yeah. It know, may, that may have been the reason Jackpot closed. I stole so many ashtrays.
0: Well, they didn't just have those cheap black. <laughs> they had the red, like
1: melamine ones. Or oh, yeah, I only took cool. one. Okay. Those are pretty cool.
0: I stole stuff off bar walls a lot. Oh yeah, I never did that. Neon and cool oh, well, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah.
1: Still in your rec room?
0: Still in the? No, it's it's no. <laughs> uh, I think I gave one back, a really nice one. I felt bad. Um, <laughs> they they were not. They were like. Oh uh, yeah, thanks. They were, it wasn't like a big deal to them. They're like, yeah, this stuff gets stolen. <laughs> oh really? The only person ever brought it back. It's that's funny. <laughs> <kind of weirdly laughs> You're did. weirder. Yeah, yeah weirder yeah, for yeah, bringing yeah. it back. You know,
1: the only thing I ever stole that I returned was a book in high school called "Stalking the Wild Asparagus." Uh, Very strange book to steal. I just thought it was so funny. What a great title! And then I returned. Why didn't it you buy it? It was a high school library.
0: Oh, you stole it without checking it out. Yeah. Oh, that's not it. even stealing.
1: Oh, I brought it back though.
0: I mean. <laughs> like we <laughs> we figured out at some point in high school that like you just would go to n c state and get a book that had like the topic for your paper, oh yeah, yeah, and you just steal it, oh shit, and that's why school books are four hundred dollars a piece yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, who's gonna now now <laughs> the one copy of this in the country's <laughs> yeah. gone yeah uh, i'm Damn. And well, like you still got nowadays it. it's really hard, i mean plagiarism's a lot harder today than it was. Oh, the yeah, beginning yeah. of the internet was the heyday of plagiarism. Oh, absolutely. It's like that the was beginning cut and of paste AI. Yeah, that was cut and paste plagiarism. Yeah. Nowadays, pl- plagiarism is a little harder. Yeah, I would think so. There's tools you can to run. Fight you're, you it. can run a paper and you'll be like, mm-hmm. um, but that's off the rails. Uh, yeah, but I
1: mean, I mean, that's I mean, that just speaks to like now we pay attention to uh, plagiarism, so we're able to spot it.
0: All right, now, you know, we now that we know that everything that people write is likely from. An source people just intuitively think yeah like, i mean you see a picture i mean i'm not on the dating apps mm-hmm. but i've heard this story countless times right. where it's like the guy looks really cute i reverse image search his pictures and it popped oh, up yeah. and like it's a, it's a scam. it's like but that that notion of mm-hmm. fake pictures are a real right, thing yeah. so now we get better at spotting fake pictures. Right. Where early on you didn't that's the evolution of our paradoia, you know, as our as our culture evolves yeah. and new ideas, new things, new words, new language, it all shapes how we see the reality that exists. Yeah. Wow. And so people in Scotland are like, we want to make sure that as reality progresses, that fluctuations of the surface of this lake continue to be seen as a potential. So it really is. This is crazy. And people who went to this conference said, "This I came here as an act of faith." It genuinely is an act of faith. Yeah. It's like as long as people go to church, there is a God.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: As long as people go to Loch Ness and search for that monster, there's a monster. Yeah. Like it's the faith that keeps it real, Mm -hmm. and that allows people to see it because that's how reality is organized. Wild. Crazy stuff. It man. is crazy. This is the weirdest science.
1: Yeah, it, it is the weirdest science. You're telling me there's just people out there that are causing us to do this podcast? <laughs> crazy. Well,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, crazy. Uh, but but uh, I,
1: but nonetheless, very interesting. Yeah, and, I know. I like uh, this. Uh, um, I think my favorite thing is I was uh, I was just hoping there'd be more like Men in Black type characters around the Loch Ness, but they'd be wearing plaid. You know. Just, a bit yeah. of a kilt. That's right. a bit of a kilt. You oh. didn't see nothing, you laddie. You didn't see
0: shit. Uh, yeah, I think that'd hey. be great. why don't you run along to your mother whose name we know, laddie? Yeah. Your mother should be safe yeah. if you never open your mouth. <laughs> men in kilts. Uh, yeah, that's a good... That's yeah, that's fun. The men
1: in kilts. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, yeah, this was fun. I like it. I like it. It's still, it still ties into all the Matrix shit we talk about and how it's just, I mean, right. Matrix was included in this. It's just, it's so yeah. wild.
0: Yeah, it, it, it uh,
1: none of this exists, but we're having a good time.
0: Which is kind of you know once you once you embrace that yeah, then uh, you know maybe you can shape your reality a little bit. Maybe that absolutely maybe the matrix can bend. I think so. So, well, that's the weird science. I like it. Um, and uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you're not already, like subscribe, join mm-hmm. us on Patreon or Spotify Premium. Yeah. and uh, thanks so much everyone for supporting us. For now, this has been the Weird Science Podcast. I'm still Justin. I'm Shane. Peace. Peace. Wild, man.